everybody. Welcome to episode 34 of the Unwrapped Leader podcast, where we get raw, real, and relevant in the new network marketing and helping you become a gifted leader in your business. My name is Tisha Doriana from Canada. And I'm Tracy Dewar from Australia. And we just want to start off by talking about last week's episode a little bit. We had with a special guest, her name was Helen Thacker. She came on and we talked about fiercely protecting your future and where she sees the future of this industry going. Um, and it was just such great discussion. We definitely want to urge you to go back to last week's episode. If you didn't see it yet, give it a watch, give it a listen, make sure you come in with some, you know, a notepad, a pen and take lots of notes. You're going to learn tons of great golden nuggets from that episode. So definitely check it out. Um, as well, we're very excited that we just kicked off our social media MVP program for the second time. And we're doing this with a company called The Rev, one of our coaching clients. And we're excited to be serving, um, you know, dozens of women with this program and helping them step up online and start to shine on there, getting their message out. And so we actually just wanted to share with you that this program has been pretty high demand. We've had people, even from the first one that we ran, who didn't get a chance to get in on it. They're interested in it now. We kind of put it right before Christmas. And I know that could be a busy time for people. We did have people still take it and love it. And we've seen the results from it that we do want to offer it again. And we want to offer it sometime in March. So we just want to put the feelers out there. We've already had people who are interested in committing and getting on that wait list. So we're going to put a link below with our email list. So make sure you guys get registered for that. So you guys are the first to find out when we open up enrollment for that program again. Um, because you know, it is going to be a great way in 2023 to start expanding that online presence and getting that branding down to, you know, your crisp message that you want to share with people. And one more thing we want to share with you is the fact that this is being recorded like a few days before, but when you guys are listening to this, which when it will be posted on February 1st, I believe, is when we have our Mantra Movie Masterclass. So if you're listening to this live premiering on YouTube, we're actually probably doing it right now um, with a group of people who, who took advantage of this 21-day mindset course. And uh, we're excited to create this movie with them um, that's going to speak to you know their vision, their goals. And so if you guys do want more info on it or you missed the boat to enroll when we did it, just reach out to us guys and we'll definitely find a way to get you guys, uh, you know, started with this so we can help you out there. So starting now with this episode, we are talking about continuing on with this series of the things we should be fiercely protecting. We wanted to talk about fiercely protecting your fitness. And some of you guys might not see that correlation right now. And that's why we want to discuss this because there is a correlation with having that you know, good fitness in your in your life, and then being an entrepreneur and how it's had like a direct effect on me personally, I know Dracy too. And there's there's so many health and wellness companies out there. In fact, if you're watching right now, let us know in the comments, are you with a health and wellness company? Or is it a different kind? Because I know majority and a lot of people we see are now in that health and wellness field. And so fiercely protecting your fitness and really putting a value on that is going to be important to your guys' success in this industry as well. So we want to talk physical and mental well-being um, and how that helps you succeed in this business too. So we're going to get started, Dracy. I know you wanted to share a little bit about the struggles when it comes to fitness and how that relates to entrepreneurship. So I'll let you take that away. Well, thank you, Tisha. And uh, yes, it's just an exciting time. This new year has kicked off with so much enthusiasm 
And I can most certainly say uh, we are having so much fun uh, fiercely protecting the things that matter in our business. And one of that is speaking to you, our audience, and sharing the things that are raw, real, and relevant. And right now, I feel a lot of people have kicked off this year with New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions, and just a better you and a better, a better pro like, I guess, project you. And so I really wanted to add to that is one of my philosophies is about having a better brain, better body, and a better bank account. So does this not speak to fiercely protecting your fitness? Because we talk about better brain, meaning your mindset. And now we're talking about better body. And the two of them correlate so well because it is what helps you have a better bank account when you have those things working. And so some of the struggles I have found being in the industry, now I've been in the industry in my 20s in my 30s, in my 40s, and now dipping into my 50s. And the struggles have always been there, but a little bit different. And the struggles pretty much when I was in my 20s, because you don't know what you don't know. And I hopped into this industry like, like, like full steam ahead, like a thoroughbred. And, you know, like so much enthusiasm with people and the calls and doing the daily disciplines that I literally did forget about to eat and forget about good food. I didn't even know the difference that good food would have on an impact. I just forgot. I lived, I probably lived on coffee and caffeine in those days. But what did happen with that was called fatigue. And I noticed that in the 20s, more and more struggle with fatigue and probably mental struggles or mental illness in their early 20s. And hence, Hence why it's so important to put um, a, a price tag on your health and what we call self-care probably would probably be one of those strong ones in uh, in line with fitness. When you go into your 20s, it becomes more about stress, sorry, into your 30s, it actually becomes more about stress. And so when you come more into the stress, what are things that you need to do to be aware about managing stress? And again, if you're not looking after your health, because your health actually correlates to your stress in, again, doing mindful practices and again, looking after your health. And when it comes into your 40s, well, now you start messing with your hormones. And when it comes to the hormones, you're now fighting fatigue and stress as well as pain. And so if you have not looked after those things in your 20s and 30s, pretty much by the time you hit your 40s, you're fucked. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> okay, well, the reality is that's what happens. And so if you don't start taking your care of yourself, the younger you are, the harder it gets when you're older. And so then when you're moving into your 50s, if you've had a good solid foundation of your fitness, you are going to be fiercely strong. I am on no meds. I have, I'm on um, pain-free, med-free, and I live in an amazing free life of health and wellness. So I could say, but it took me going back to when I was in my 20s. And yes, I did hit hard and it was fatigue. And I was very blessed that there was some other person out there that said, you know what, Drace, if you're low on iron and you're struggling with fatigue, here, try this. And I think back in the days, it was really awful stuff. It was Shackley, if I remember, but it was a bottle of all these herbs and medicines and everything like that. But it was what I needed at that time. And it's what got me through. But it was at that time of just that was all that I knew then. And it wasn't until I was in my 30s after having all these babies. I think I had two, three babies in two and a half years. So I was borderline chronic fatigue, running a multi-million dollar business, having these babies, running a household, being the sole breadwinner. So my body was starting to fail me. And that is when I started to learn more about health and more about what I can do. And so in those struggles then became me taking ownership and action. And so there was really 
five tips that I've learned. And now that I embody and anybody who comes and speaks to me, I talk about these five rule tips. And number one is what do you need to eliminate? Because you can't move forward until you work through what needs to eliminate. What is it that's not serving you? And so if it is eliminating coffee or too much coffee, or if it's eliminating the gluten, or if it's eliminating toxicity, because there's so much toxic in our homes and our products and our things like that. So I became, uh, I'm on my mission to have a low tox environment because it does mess with the brain. It does mess with your, your, your well-being and what messes with your fitness. So again, what did I need to eliminate by having a gluten-free life? These were just my simple things I needed to eliminate. And then you got to think of what do I need to add? What do I need to start doing? And start doing was eating the, 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 the fiber foods, the foods of the rainbow, the raw foods, uh, start having more products that were antioxidants, start having the protein, being more aware of the things I needed to put into my life, start more aware of the routine that I was starting my day with. And again, it comes down routine and rituals is around self care. And then the third thing was movement, how am I getting my body movement moving? So whether it was exercise or yoga, or going to the gym, or just going for the walk, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you're getting your body moving, getting the fresh air, the fresh water and that fresh food. So that was the number three. Number four, though, is sleep. Number four, sleep is so powerful in your well-being and your fitness. And if you don't figure out how to get sleep, and I know us entrepreneurs are wired and excited and enthusiastic and are up at three in the morning, uh, you know, with all this enthusiasm. But again, it's working on what you need to do to get the sleep that you need. Um, and if you read, I think, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari by Robin Sharma, he does say a true entrepreneur that is looking after all those areas of their life only need five hours of sleep five quality hours. So again, entrepreneurs, you don't need a lot of sleep, you just need the quality sleep, but you need to be looking after those other areas of your life. And then the fifth thing that is so solid, so important is the support, is the support that you actually have. Support, whether it's supportive supplements, because our body needs those raw ingredients so it can do amazing things, and the support of a coach. So whether it's a, a, a business coach, a life coach, or a health coach, depending on the area of your life right now that you need to work on. So if you are not fit and feeling fierce, then you need a coach that's going to help you with your health and wellness. So that's probably the tips for me. Those are the struggles that I know that we all have is because we're so wired as entrepreneurs to focus on being of service that we forget about ourselves. Now, Tisha, I know these are things that you have struggled with. These are things that you work on on a daily basis to fiercely be, be, be that entrepreneur that you are. Yep, absolutely. And when Dracy says the entrepreneur staying up till three in the morning, she's talking about me because I have definitely always struggled with sleep. Just even growing up before I even got into this industry, I was always someone, I don't know if I want to call it insomnia or not. Like, I don't know if it was to that extreme, but it wasn't necessarily like about, I guess, putting my you know head down and trying to sleep. A lot of it is just distractions. We're distracted by so many things. My brain doesn't shut off. And it was like that for years. And right now, though, I think where I'm at, like in terms of what I love doing, I feel comfortable that I can put my head down at night and wake up and think about it the next day, where to be real with you guys, when I was in my uh, when I was in my teaching profession, and I was in my practicums, that's when I felt like I couldn't shut my brain off. And I knew that going into that for me, anyways, like, there's a lot of people who have no problems, they get like, like my husband, Ryan, puts his head down on the pillow snoring in a minute. And I'm like, how do you do this? But being the person I am being like the having that creative soul and, and just 
you know, someone who loves coming up with ideas and, and that, like, I can't shut my brain off with that. It's hard. And you know what? Still today, it does come into my life a little bit where if I have an idea, I need to like, Tracy knows I'm like sending it to her or I'm, whatever, like I'm putting it down somewhere. But, um, you know, it's something that I still work with for sure. But uh, one more thing I want to mention that you said is you survived on uh, coffee or whatever, but I think I was surviving on uh, Mr. Noodles and um, I was never a coffee drinker or a caffeine person in general, to be honest. But uh, yeah, Mr. Noodles is probably what I was fueling, fueling my body yeah. when I <laughs> university, high school, like that's, that sounds terrible, but I was getting a lot of exercise because I was doing all the school sports in school. So I was busy. I was occupied with volleyball. You know, um, I did hockey. I did at one point I was in dance, so like everything I did everything. So when you, I transitioned to university and, and all, all that I did, I did play some university sports, but it was more of a struggle to just like exercise more. And of course your metabolism slows as you age. So you need to start fueling your body with nutritious foods. So I was always someone that was active and wanted to stay active, but it definitely gets harder as you get older. And so I just want to put, say one thing to start is that I wish I didn't work out today said no one ever, no one ever said that. I wish I didn't get exercise today. Like when you do it, you always feel good unless you're in some sort of, you know, pain of some kind, but for the most part, when people exercise or people go for a walk or people work out, go swimming, whatever it is, people are always like, we always feel good about that. We never regret it. It's the part where we actually have to wake up and do it. And that's where the discipline comes in. Right. So when I actually started getting involved more with my fitness and nutrition, like I said, I've always played sports, but when it comes to fitness, I actually started about, I want to say like six to seven, maybe six, about six months before my wedding. And my whole drive was, I bought a wedding dress three years ago. I gained weight and I don't know if I'm going to fit in this dress and that's not okay. So I worked hard. I hired a trainer, which was important because honestly, I don't think I would have done it if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have hired someone to show me the ropes. And at the end of the day, like the payoff was amazing. It, it just opened my eyes to so many, to so many things and why being healthy and why showing up every day in that way was so important. And so, you know, I ended up getting like really becoming the best version of me, like not just mentally and getting that mental clarity, but physically. And I'm someone who have, who struggled with like upper back pain and things like that. And, and even, especially it doesn't help that I sit in office, I'm hunched over, I'm, you know, typing or whatever it is. But when I started taking my fitness more seriously and showing up like almost daily at the gym, like that was my, that was my time to escape. And, and that's actually when I started noticing results in the sense that I wasn't feeling that back pain anymore. I usually have this sharp back pain and it's usually constant. It's on and off back 20, like 24 seven on and off. Um, and I've been in a few accidents. That's why I have the back pain. But I noticed when I started really like just being better to my body and I'm sure, you know, internally my nutrition, cause I cleaned that up as well. That's when I started seeing the results, but not only that, it was the power of having that morning routine. It was the power that exercise gave me. So I would show up to the gym. I would do my exercise in the morning. I, I made sure to set my alarm early because I wanted to start my work day still in the morning. I didn't want to have to start it like later afternoon. I would show up. To be honest, I got completely lost in time there. It's like I, I got there and I'm like, I'm not leaving anytime soon. I'm here. And sometimes I spend two hours there, which is excessive, but at least an hour. I wanted to spend at least an hour there. And this is what I said. It, it, it not only helped me physically, mentally, but it created that discipline in so many areas of my life. And I just felt overall, I had a more productive day. It increased my productivity so much because you'd wait, think about this. I'd wake up, I'd go to the gym. 
I'd come home, I would shower, and then I would get ready because I had maybe a training call or a live training video to do. You know, what the things we do as network marketers in our business, and that was my routine because every day, and if I didn't go to the gym, then sometimes like I'm usually an I usually shower at night. Like I would prefer to do that. But since I go to the gym, I shower in the morning. And if I shower in the morning, I need to get ready after that because I need to be ready for my calls. So just the factor of waking up, getting ready, taking a shower, doing my hair, my makeup. I like doing that. If you don't wear makeup, I'm not saying you have to, but that's just what made me feel good. And it's the things that make you feel good that help you with that productivity in the end. And the nutritious foods that I had to accompany that, like that would provide fuel to my brain. Like I know if I'm waking up and I'm not, sure what kind of you know meal I'm having that day or what I'm gonna fuel myself with I like I would order food I would order food and I just instantly didn't feel great about it like it was a mental thing but it was also a physical thing and so by putting those two together and actually finding like I found fun in the food like I remember I would prep I'm not a huge meal prep person I know that it makes a difference and I mean I'm still someone I'm not saying I don't order out anymore like 100% me and Ryan will still order out um and treat ourselves and that kind of stuff but when it comes to I guess the you know like fueling fueling your brain fueling your body I did little things like prepping snacks because like I'm a snacker and so I got used to actually just getting raw veggies and whatever I could fit in this like Ziploc bag and I would make five of those and every day I would I usually um I was also doing intermittent fasting so I would actually wake up I would have um a cup of tea or matcha or whatever I would um, have my lunch, which normally after my workout was a protein shake, but I would really make sure it was fueled with a lot of like good fiber um, proteins and stuff. So it would keep me full. And then when I was hungry in between lunch and supper, because that's definitely not enough food, like I'm snacking on the veggies, I would also do hard boiled eggs. And then I would have like a regular dinner. And I was someone who always said, um, and I know a lot of people do this and it's not to knock people who do, cause I think you got to do what works best for you, but I never wanted to be one to say like count calories and stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. Like I just want to choose good foods and eat them. So I just went about my supper, like whatever I, I might use a little bit of oil or this, but I wasn't specific on that, but the changes it made physically in myself, mentally in myself, and just overall in my business was crazy. It just made mm-hmm. such a difference when I woke up every day and I decided to be disciplined, go to the gym, come home, get ready and get going with my day. Otherwise I would probably just sleep in. And another thing I did just to share with you guys, I kind of got in this habit mostly because honestly, I think it started with how aesthetically pretty it was. And then it was like, Oh, it's actually good. And I would prepare these like infused waters and it was just fun. I bought these like pretty containers for it. And it was like, little or not little, but they were like glass water bottles. And all I did was like, one would have like cucumber and mint. Like I love cucumber water, but I never make that because it's like, whatever, it's cucumber water. You do like ones with some berries, some blueberries, strawberries, and you have these infused waters and that helps you get that water intake goal in. So I got really good at that. That was a routine for me. And you know what, at the same time, I'm with a wellness brand and I bet you a lot of you guys watching are also with some kind of health and wellness brand too. And that helped me promote my wellness brand because I'm using products in my wellness brand that is helping me physically. It's helping me mentally. And that's putting that message out there. Like, look at the productivity it's helped me with. It's, you know, it, it was a, a company. Oh, I can't say that word, but it was a encompasses a ton of things, the nutritious, the gym, all that. But it started for me with the fitness with the gym that was the start and so if i did that one thing it was almost a trigger that i did all those things i ate well i you know was more productive i got my morning tasks done and it all started with that gym so that's just a little bit about 
or a lot, a little, whatever about how I incorporated fitness into my routine and um, how it's had a huge, huge effect on my business and, and myself just overall. So. Mm, well, it's great that you can incorporate, you know, health into your hobbies or health into the business that you work with. And for those that, you know, ha have a different product that is not necessarily health and wellness, but it's your lifestyle that you're selling. At the end of the day, when you're recruiting, you're recruiting your lifestyle. And part of your lifestyle is your, your fitness as well. People are watching you. They're watching the transformation. But I want to say being physically fit is the discipline that you can display in all the areas of your life. And so if you fiercely focus on health, it gets easier to fiercely focus on all those other areas. So investing in yourself, in your health is very powerful. And I just want to say, you know, physically fit is different in the, for everybody in the time, depending on the time of their lives. And so people in their 50s and 60s, physically fit is different. To me, physically fit is being able to get out of the bed and not feel like an old woman. Physically fit is being able to tie my own shoelaces, walk up the stairs and carry my groceries and actually lift up my grandbabies. So physically fit becomes different as you get older. And these are the things that you recognize, like going to the gym and, and you know, fit and having abs and all those sort of things. That's different mindset when you're younger. But as you get older, it's different. But it's both just as important. And so we hope we've inspired you with this. Um, I just really wanted to say, uh, talking about Tisha, you know, when you were talking about having those Mr. Noodles, you know, um, and the struggles and mental illness, you know, like you were struggling with. And if you put the correlation, your gut health is related directly to your mental health. And so as well as the suffering of the pain, when you eliminated the, 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 the Mr. Noodles and started eating the good things or excess, you eliminated the inflammation, which was creating the pain. And so again, I didn't know these things until I was like in my 40s. So if what, the thing is, is now you guys know, okay? Now you know you guys got the opportunity to do something about it and not get into the stress, not get into the fatigue and not get into the hormone issues that so many do as they get older um, and then leading into pain. So we hope we've eliminated those things. So as we wrap this up, I just wanted to finish off with Tisha being an ideas girl. We love that because one of my favorite quotes is, Small people talk about other people. Average people talk about events. But great minds talk about ideas. And you have a great mind, Tisha. It's an absolute privilege and pleasure to work with you as my partner in crime. That's why it makes this so much more fun and everything. Even talking about hear, hearing you talk about um, making your water into different, like, fruits and, and veggies and stuff like that. Making that you even make your water fun. <laughs> right? yeah so everybody i hope you had a good time episode got some tips if want if you have some struggles please feel free to reach out i believe we're going to be posting in february our one-on-one -on -one mentorship program so we can help you in the areas of your life that you are struggling with so you can have the success and the dreams and desires that you want and we really want to remind you we have our gifted leader community where again we help business builders like yourself unwrap the gifts that you have we're unwrapping our um unwrap your uh, unwrap your, oh, the unwrap leader <laughs> got all these unwrap the unwrap leader book right now as we speak as 12 weeks step uh, steps to being a better you better business so you can have a better brain better body better business there you go all right and please feel free to like or comment if you're listening on the podcast. Please give us a review, a five-star review. As most importantly, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit the subscribe button and uh, check out the link uh, with regards to our 21-day 
Movie Mantra Masterclass. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. Bye.